Shabbat Shalom. This week, our parasha is a kev, which means consequence, and covers Deuteronomy 7.12 through Deuteronomy 11.25. Now, in this parasha, we will see the importance of making choices and the consequences that it brings depending on how we choose. Our parasha begins in chapter 7, with Moses continuing his instruction to our people on the border of the promised land. If we keep the Lord's commandments, we are promised wonderful blessings for us and for the land. We are also assured that despite the supposed greatness of the Canaanites, the Lord will be with us and we will destroy them. However, we are told not to take any of their silver or gold because it was used for disgusting pagan practices. Their riches are to be destroyed. And if we decide to maybe pocket some of that treasure, we will be destroyed along with them. The rest of the parasha has Moses recounting the history of our people in the wilderness. It's not a very good highlight reel. He reminds this new generation what happened to their fathers and their mothers. The incident of the golden calf is remembered in great detail, along with Moses smashing that first set of tablets containing the Ten Commandments. Other incidences where we provoke the Lord's wrath are mentioned, such as at Massah. We are told repeatedly to not make the same sinful choices and instead remember how the Lord saved us from Egypt and has continued to preserve us through the wilderness. We are also reminded that it is not because of our supposed righteousness we are inheriting this land. Rather, we are inheriting it because of the Lord's faithfulness to our ancestors, because of the promises he made to them. It's also because of how wicked the Canaanites are that they are being destroyed. We are not to think that we have accomplished this on our own, but it's because of the Lord's faithfulness and because of their wickedness that we are inheriting this land. We did not earn the land of Israel from our supposed good deeds. Towards the end of chapter 10, we have one of the most beautiful passages in all of the Torah. In it, we are told that what the Lord requires from us all is to walk in his ways. What does that mean? It means we are to love him and serve him with all our heart and soul. We sing a song like that here at Shema, following his commands. The Lord is good, and to him alone belongs all power and glory. In his great love, he has chosen us from all peoples, yet still loves all those who fear him who respect him. For this reason, we are commanded to love the foreigner who stays with us because Adonai also loves them. And we too were foreigners in the land of Egypt. Our parasha ends with the second part of the Shema, commanding us to diligently teach all the Lord's commandments to our children. We are to bind them on our hands, our foreheads, our doorposts, our gates, They are to be on our lips all the time, and we should immerse ourselves constantly in the teaching of our God. You know, one of the most striking things I find about this parasha, and really Deuteronomy in general, is the amount of repetition it contains. 
The name itself, Deuteronomy, means second law in Greek. Why does Moses, through the Lord's Spirit, find the need to constantly repeat how we need to follow Adonai's teaching and do the right things when we enter Israel? He's told us once, twice, three times, isn't it enough? Does he really have to repeat himself again? The answer, though, is painfully obvious if we're honest with ourselves. The reason for the repetition throughout God's word is because as fallen human beings, we want to do things our way and not the Lord's. Left to our own desires, everyone does what is right in their own eyes, as the book of Judges tells us. It's true today as well. And we see this tragically play out in our people's history as we fail to listen to the instructions in this parasha and experience the curses of God and not the blessings. We also see this occur in our lives today as we experience the consequences for our disobedience in this life and in the world to come. But there is another lesson I believe we can learn from Parsha Kev, and that is we can change. We have the capacity through the Lord's help to change in a positive way. Our wilderness journey is presented in this parasha as a lesson to persuade the new generation to make different choices than the previous one. Our past is something to learn from, but we are not bound to constantly repeat it. That generation and us today as well are not helpless. We all can make positive changes to live out the commandment of serving the Lord with all our hearts. We are commanded in Deuteronomy 10 to circumcise our hearts, to remove that which mentally and emotionally causes us to be stubborn. We must choose whether we will serve the Lord or serve our own desires. At the end of the day, there are only two choices. There are only two roads. There's only two paths. There's no back doors into heaven. It is a choice that shows what priority the Lord will have in our lives and whether things like money, power, and the love of others will be our focus or not. Just as our people struggled and were tempted, so are we as well. But with the Lord's help, we can have victory over the battles we face. Our parasha encourages us that through the Lord's help, we can make the right choices every day. To have our hearts tender towards Adonai through his spirit. That who we were is not who we have to be today, right now. That real change is possible today, right now. Repeatedly, God's word reminds us it is not how we start, but it is how we finish. Today, we experience the circumcision of the heart through the new covenant, promised to Jeremiah 31, made through Messiah Yeshua. In the sinless Son of God, there is real freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, as his word says, there is freedom. And that's the type of freedom Rabbi Paul is talking about there. There is freedom to make the choices the Lord wants and not our own. 
We can find freedom from our past, from our family's history, and experience an ending in the eternal promised land, the new Jerusalem, filled with blessings beyond our very comprehension. May the Lord enable each of us to make the right choices each day, to serve him above our jobs, our sinful desires, and the pressures of the culture around us. May each of us experience the circumcision of the heart found in this parasha, finding freedom from our past as we eventually enter the eternal promised land of the new Jerusalem and see our wonderful Messiah. Thank you.